Hello. For those of you who follow some of our Luke Nielsen media stuff, this is our first blog post in a little while. I think the last regular blog post that I did was at the beginning of September. And if you follow along with the family time videos and audio that we do, that's something designed more specifically for my students and uh, teachers and things like that for everybody. But for the regular blog post where I write sort of an article and then do the audio with it, uh, I'm going to get back into that. It's our high school football season is over. I'm a high school football coach. So as that frees up a little bit of time in my schedule, do some more writing and some other media things. And we'll have some other new media stuff coming down the road here as well. But I'm going to do this for the blog posts where I'll maybe just record a little intro to it to kind of explain what I was thinking, kind of go through the process a little bit. That seems to be something that I get questions about sometimes. And then I'll just actually read the article post and that'll be available on LukeNielsen.com as well uh, for people who just want to read that. But I'll kind of do the little video and the audio explanation with it. So this piece that I wrote is called It's Hard to Understand. And it talks specifically about the end of our high school football season and the emotions that come with that. And really looking in a broader sense at not letting people put limits on the things that we're capable of doing, even if they maybe don't understand our path or the things that we care about. And as I often do, I talk about my kids in this, my nine-year-old son, Mickey, and my seven-and-a-half-year-old daughter, Claire. And that half is very important when you're seven. But they've, they've gotten to that age where so far they don't seem to be embarrassed by dad, but I'm always keenly aware of the fact that at some point they will probably stop thinking I'm cool and be embarrassed by me. And I don't really ever want to put out anything that they wouldn't want out there or that's embarrassing to them. So with anything that I write and post now where I might mention them, I'm giving Mickey and Claire final approval. So I will read this article to them tonight. And if they think it's a go, I actually asked them about if I could write about this situation before I started writing it. And they said it was okay, but I'll read them the final version. And if they don't like it, then, well, then no one will be seeing this. But if they say it's okay, it'll be something that we put out. So I just thought that's an important thing at this stage in their life for me to be cognizant of the, the things that they want out and how they want to be involved with these sorts of things. But with that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read. I don't have it memorized, but I'm going to just read what I wrote here as far as this blog entry. It's hard to understand. Last Friday, I was in tears. So was my seven-year-old daughter, Claire. So was my nine-year-old son, Mickey. We were crying because it was the end of another high school football season. That might be hard for some people to understand, but it makes perfect sense to me. As we walked off the field for the last time this season, 
having lost in the semifinal round of the state playoffs, Claire did what seven-year-olds tend to do and said exactly what popped into her head. At that moment, she thought of someone who had basically told her our team wouldn't be good at some point. I'll admit, my initial reaction started with, you tell so-and-so. However, a little later I told Claire she probably shouldn't repeat what I said. I explained that it's fine for other people to think what they want. But I also told her to never let anyone put limits on her greatness, not even me. I just don't have a lot of time for the naysayers. I don't care if someone wants to second guess or doubt me. I've seen enough and done enough to be at that liberating stage of life where I just don't care. There will always be critics passing judgment on those in the arena, and that's fine. Those people probably don't understand the things that lead a grown man and his two young children to cry at the end of a high school football game. But I don't want my children to ever forget. My kids and I are fortunate to be around a proud football tradition. Mickey was barely a toddler when we won the state title, and we've been to the semifinals three of the last four years. I take very little credit for this level of success, but we have a high standard. We ask a lot of every person in our football program, from the ball boys to the managers to the players. Whenever anyone asks about our success, I typically say something about our kids doing what we ask them to do. That's what it boils down to, and that makes the end all the more difficult. With the possible exception of the year we won the title, the season doesn't ever seem quite long enough. Our young men and women work, and I want them to reap the rewards of their dedication. Our athletes lift year-round, typically at 6 a.m. Frigid January morning, balmy summer day, it makes no difference. Our weight room is full and our athletes are working. Our players eat and rehab and recover. They study notes and film. They give a tremendous effort in challenging training sessions and practices. They put themselves in the fight, and they sacrifice. In return, I want to do everything in my power to help them realize their hopes and dreams. As I walk off the field at the end of a season... One of my first thoughts lands on what more I could have done. I look at little technical deficiencies and tactical errors and consider how I can better coach those areas. I ask my athletes for their best, and they deserve mine. I vow to keep learning and growing, but that doesn't help the athletes finishing their football careers. That's the hardest part of all. After the final game of the season, we line up our seniors, and the rest of the team goes through to thank them. That's when the tears start. I teach 6th grade through 12th grade. I coach 7th through 12th. I get to see boys and girls grow into men and women, and it's hard to say goodbye. It's thanking them and letting them go. That's the hard part for my kids as well. Those high school students are role models for my children. They're heroes that my children don't have to read about or see on TV. Mickey and Claire 
get to be right there with those fine young men and women who serve as examples and caretakers, surrogate older brothers and sisters. The powerful influence our high schoolers have on my kids was fully evident last Friday. I didn't see Mickey and Claire going through our line of seniors. I was busy doing my own hugging and crying. When I walked out of the locker room, I found Claire still in tears, snuggled up next to one of our stat girls who had a comforting arm draped around her. Mick had stopped crying by then. But when we talked about it later, he told me he started crying when he went through the senior line. I told him to go through and thank the seniors for everything they had done for him. But Mickey said when he went through the line, the seniors told him how he was going to be so big and strong one day. And this generation gets a bad rap. Those seniors had just ended their season with a difficult loss. They had reached the end of a road that spanned years and hundreds of hard-fought hours. Most of those young men will never wear football pads again, and in that moment, they weren't selfish. They didn't feel sorry for themselves. No, they took the time to encourage a nine-year-old to pass the torch and extend the program. That's what makes all of this hard to understand for those who aren't in the middle of it. Yes, it's just high school football. Yes, it's just a game. But it's also more than that. When I left the locker room on Friday, I dug my phone out of my bag and found it flooded with messages from former students and athletes. Those young men and women have gone out into the world, and they still took the time to send a few kind words to lift me up when they knew I'd be feeling down. That's my point with all of this. It's not my intention to disparage the critics or justify a single thing to anyone. I only want to remind my children, my students, and my athletes of a few things. Some people won't understand you, and that's okay. You don't have to convince, your, you don't have to convince anyone, and you don't have to listen to the doubters. Don't let anyone stifle your greatness. Do what you love and surround yourself with people you love. That's why I cry at the end of the football season. I love teaching and coaching. I love football. I love my students, my athletes, and even though we're not the type of dudes who are going to say it to each other, I love the guys I coach with. I love being a dad more than anything, and I love sharing these experiences with my children. Other people might not get it, and that's perfectly fine. There are a lot of things that make no sense to me. But I get to do something I love, surrounded by people I love. I get to care about an endeavor and a group of people enough to be brought to tears. And that is about all I need to understand. Thank you. So that's the end of the entry for the blog post this week. And I guess... All I was really thinking at the at the end of the season, at the end of the game, I always want a little bit more for my athletes, for the students and the athletes I get to work with because I see them give so much and grow so much and sacrifice so much. And that's always a hard thing, and I'm always so proud of them. And 
it is an emotional time, especially since my own children really get to be a part of it and be around it. They're in the weight room at six in the morning a lot of times, especially during the summer when we don't have school. And they're at practices and on the sideline and they get to see these things. And I'm really thankful and grateful for that. And it's certainly not my intention really to disparage anyone or to say, oh, people don't understand this. But that was the point I wanted to make to Claire was it's okay if people don't get you or get the things that you're into. It's, it's okay if people don't understand, but don't let anybody tell you what you are capable of doing. Don't let anybody put limits on your level of greatness. And I think that happens a lot of times in the world is, is people don't understand things, so then they, they want to limit it or naysay it or doubt it or whatever it is. And I just don't ever want that to happen to my kids or to my athletes. Or I want them to have the strength to understand that it will happen, that people will doubt them, that people won't understand all the things that they're into or all the things that they care about. And that's fine. I think maybe the most important thing we can do in life is to find something that we're passionate about, that we care about, and it doesn't have to be something that anybody else understands. It's our passion. It's our gift. It's the, it's the thing that we love, and it's specific to us for a reason. And that's really where my thoughts landed after that game was, one, just feeling a little bad for the seniors who, who are done and and just being grateful about them, but also just wanting everybody to understand, my kids and the athletes, everybody, that that's kind of life. I One of the reasons I love football is it's very much like life. If you work really hard and care deeply about something and put in the time and effort you're probably going to be pretty successful. You may fall short. You may find challenges. Things may not always go your way. But if you can do something that you feel is important and valuable, something that moves you emotionally, and you can do that thing surrounded by people you care about, there's really not much more to life than that. That's about as good as we can ask for. So that's really what I was thinking about that. And I thank everybody for listening or reading these sorts of things. We're going to have some new media stuff coming out pretty soon. And I just want to say thanks, peace and love.